Welcome in to yet another edition of Red and Blue Smoke, presented by LB's Meat Market. I am your host, Zach Barry. You see the man over there. Visual aid this time. Visual medium now. We are we are doing a video component. Uh, and what better time to do it than uh, week 13, rivalry week, Egg Bowl. Greg, good morning. How we doing? Good, man. Just uh, getting through uh, the week at uh, LB's. Uh, we're doing a bunch of smoked turkeys and fried turkeys. And uh, actually, I just had somebody come in and get six ribeyes. So it uh, looks like they're going to have a good Thanksgiving dinner. That's yeah. for sure um yeah man just uh getting through the uh the week it's kind of going to be a, a weird week for us i'm going to be closed thursday and friday so we'll be open saturday and sunday because i know there's going to be somebody out there that's going to want the steak maybe a, a lane train or maybe those stuffed mushrooms or something like that so we'll be open from 10 to 3 on saturday and then sunday will be one to four so just kind of short week and uh you know, with the egg bowl Thursday, it's all kind of out of whack. So uh, we just kind of yeah. make, uh, make, make, uh, try to find the sugar uh, to make the lemonade. Good deal. Uh, if you don't know already, if you're new to the show, or uh, you're not local, if you uh, if you didn't know already, go see Greg and the folks at LB's 2008 University Avenue. Go get you uh pretty much anything he just described. You can get you uh some steaks. You can get you. Some side dishes, and uh, don't forget to check in that cooler and get you some good deals on some burgers, some sausage, anything and everything you could probably think of. Greg and them can whip it up for you. All right, we uh, we teased it last week. Let's get into it. Um, look, it, the holidays are here. We've got uh, I, I've seen an aggressive amount of Christmas decorations already out. Um, and, and now I'm not knocking it because I do, I, I love this time of year. Um, my family usually operates under day after Thanksgiving is when we start ramping it up. Um, now we're already doing Christmas movies. You know, the kids are, are, are into, you know, we've got some, some home alone going. We got, so uh, you watch Santa. a Christmas, do you watch a Christmas movie every day? Um, Cause I have a friend that does that. And I mean, like, I get it. Like, I think that's cool, but no, like, not I every like day. I like to mix in that animal ch- um, planet every once in a while. <laughs> My kids will uh, go back and forth. Like last night we watched the Santa Claus, which was kind of, I should have fast forwarded it, but you know, when Santa Claus falls off Tim Allen's roof, then my son was like, where'd Santa Claus go? So I was like, well, he, He's taking a he's taking a sabbatical, like he's taking a break. So Tim Allen's going to be Santa now. Should have fast forwarded that. Should have been uh, should have been more keen on, you know, because you know basically the movie you know Santa Claus dies and then Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll mix in some other stuff here and there. But yeah, the kids watch some Christmas. But um, but yeah, Thanksgiving Thursday. What are, what are, what are your top uh, five Christmas uh, movies? I would say. I mean. I think original mm. Home Alone. I think original Home Alone's like got to be in top five. I'm a Home Alone two guy. Okay. I like Home Alone two. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Have you ever done? Have y'all ever done a prank like that to where y'all were all hanging out at this place and then y'all just left and left one guy there and he just like woke up and he's like, "Where'd everybody go?" <laughs> with 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 a friend, not an actual child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never yeah, not an actual child. Yeah, I'm like, so have you ever done this with your kid before? Yeah, never <laughs> done that. Um, 
No, I've never done that with a friend. That would be that would be good. Um, oh, I've done it. It was great. I'm, sh- and I'm sure if, if if there was some like libations the night before, it's yeah. pretty foggy when you wake up, and then you're like, where where did everyone, where'd all my friends go? Um, yeah, I mean, is Die, is Die Hard a, 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 a movie, a Christmas movie? Yes, in my house it is. Um, also, yeah, I was making a cake. Like, that's almost like his hot dog a sandwich or. A... <laughs> <laughs> Last night I was making a case for Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Um, which I just randomly was going through Netflix's hol- holiday collection, and it was on there. So there's some Christmas stuff in there. Um, really like Claws. Have you seen that one? The animated. Yeah. That's really good. Um. I mean, I'm not a Grinch fan. I mean, like that's just like the the, it's all right. the cartoon it's not, it's version not, for me. It's not my favorite. Yeah, the cartoon. Um, Jim Carrey is great, but I, I would prefer the cartoon. Um, probably one of my more controversial takes is I, I'm not a huge fan of Elf. I just think it's okay. I know there are that's people a, that that it's love over it. The top. Just over the top. Can be. Um, I'd probably throw out <clears throat> the holiday. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, like stuff like I mean, like the like old school, like black and white. Like what is that? Like, um, <clears throat> like it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it's a wonderful life and stuff. Meet like me that. in I mean, St. Louis. Those old yeah. school ones. Remember the I mean, night. I like to mix one in that, like every once in a while. Yeah, I I would say probably um, every single year we watch Love Actually. Um. I mean, I love See, it too. I like the Family Stone. I don't think it's a, a Christmas movie. It's the Family Stone. It's that's like, kind of isn't that Thanksgiving? Yeah, maybe something like that. It's, it's also uh, kind of dark. I'm a big coach fan. I love Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Big, big Craig T. Nelson fan. And that's good. Yeah. It was a really good cast. I mean, but I think that might be Thanksgiving. I don't know. I think it is. It's all. Yeah, it's also just sad. Yeah, well, like it. It it, it rounds out in the end, but yeah, it's 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 kind of deep. Yeah. Um, it is. And then probably one uh, recently, uh, my wife and I are big fans of uh, Dash and Lily. It's a show on Netflix. Okay, highly recommend it. Um, pretty much anything that's like set in or based on New York City, we're big fans of. We we lived there for for a while, so we like that. Um, but it's pretty good. And then typically, it's at some point we watch all of the christmas episodes from the office that's another tradition we have because those are those are good um everybody has their uh friday morning thank uh thanksgiving tradition that like hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna get in our matching pajamas we're gonna like take some pictures post on facebook uh we're gonna probably watch um maybe uh the you know every episode of the office so this is what we're gonna do family Um, on three right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah mine is just uh please god hurry up and get to monday so my kids can go back to school um because <laughs> yeah getting work done when they're at home uh it's gotten a little easier as they've gotten older but uh it's still tough they they want to hang out with me now normally they're like we just want to watch a movie now they want us to hang out with them um all right well, that's a good thing it is i <laughs> I love my I love my children. Um, 
All right, so yeah, let's get like, into the thing. I, I'm, I'm a good friend of mine. He says, everything's for sale but my children. So, <laughs> All right. Thanksgiving, let's fire it up. So, turkey, ham, any other protein that you're a fan of on Thanksgiving? I mean, you, you've got the good stuff, so you can get fancy if you want. But do you stick to traditional main course? So, I got a text message from the family and asking, uh, asking what time I need to be there. I was like, all right, I'll be there whenever I can get there. But, yes, I'll promise I'll try to be there. And I uh, asked uh, what the meats were. So they've yeah. got the, the meats that weren't included. Like they didn't ask me since, you know, uh, their brother owns the meat market, which is kind of awkward. I'd, that'd be my first call. I'd be like, hey, meat man, what you going to bring for Thanksgiving? Surely like some prime rib or some beef tenderloin or, you know, yeah. uh, something like that. So Ooh, I'm tenderloin. A, uh, oh, yeah. See, I I uh stu- I uh bacon wrapped pork loin and stuffed it with Swayze sausage, so we're gonna do that. I'm gonna smoke with that, and then I uh just got a good. whole beef a uh, beef tenderloin, just trimmed it up and uh, seasoned it. So we're gonna smoke a beef tenderloin, and I think I think my sister is doing the turkey. So, but okay. uh, there's I, I hope there's a ham there. If not, we're gonna have some problems. I'm big on ham. Now I will say love ham. My my mother in law does a really good turkey. Um, very big fan of basting, and I think that's key. Otherwise, I, I like I like to literally do a little piece of sweet potato casserole and eat it with my ham. Just literally put it on top of my ham. Like it's a really good combo. I'm not usually a fan of cold stuff like cold leftovers, but like cold ham, man. Mm-hmm. Especially um, whenever there's a little honey on the outside and get a little crunch, you're like, oh, oh yeah, like on the uh, on the ridges, okay. like on the yeah, yeah. Um, Big like, fan I know, of getting that bone and throwing it in some vegetables or uh, some red beans. Oh man, they, you got to take yeah. advantage of that that ham bone. Yeah, um, yeah. I I prefer if I have to pick one, I prefer ham. But um, yeah, if you base a turkey properly, maybe a little maybe a little injector, maybe maybe put a little location something in there um spice it up a little bit i'll 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 mess yeah, with see, that I'm, a dark meat guy. I'm all about the dark meat on the. i i, I would yeah but, i like that too i'm not gonna say i don't want the white meat but like if i have to choose yeah i would take dark but now i'm yeah, a big I'm, fan of rolls man i can eat like four or five rolls, especially if i can make a little slider with that ham and uh maybe a little do Turkey, ham, and on a little thing. Maybe put a little sweet potato on there also. Oh man, be great. I probably, I'm probably going bacon wrap, green bean, Ooh. ham, and dressing. Maybe a little hot sauce. Oh man, in a roll. Come on, that's that's game over. Are you I a gravy just... guy or no gravy? On dressing, yeah, I uh, I pretty much lather it all up. Like I'll just right on top um yeah I, it's not it's not make or break but if you got good gravy yeah I'm, i like See, it I, i'm not a brown gravy guy. well i mean it depends on the brown gravy i, I mean i like the i like the giblet gravy i think that's what it's called giblet or giblet yeah burger. yeah i'm a big what's what's your What's your go-to sides? Like if you're if you're doing a meat and three, like if you're doing your ham, what's your three go-tos? 
Because I'm big yeah, on I'm sides. Gonna to, I'm going to have to do my sister's mac and cheese because, like, she puts it in a crock pot and she puts, like, I don't know, 20 pounds of cheese in it. It's, I mean, I don't even know how she gets it clean. There's so much cheese in, in that crock pot. So, uh, big mac and cheese guy with some ham. And, uh, man, I like butter beans. Uh, I mean, or some kind of green bean or, or green or something like that. Something that has that ham bone in it. Like, I really... If somebody, if if, we're, if 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 the ham's already sliced and it's already mm. on the tray and everything, and there and there's a bone laying around, like that uh that ham bone needs to be in something for sure. But I'm gonna say if I can if I can get like a turkey leg, I, I don't mind a turkey leg. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, I'm more ham than turkey, but for sure that mac and cheese, uh, green bean casserole. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a mixer, so I like to I like to literally make like small portions, and they mm-hmm. all end up mixing in together. Like there's some people that, ooh, I don't want my cornbread touching my green bean or like stuff like that. Man, nah. I it, put it all on the plate, man. Stir it up and no matter. Work. Yeah, uh, I'd probably go with my wife makes really good dressing and green bean casserole. That's probably the two. Um, and then, man, honestly, <clears throat> if you make See, if a, it was um, a buffet style, if it was buffet style, I'd literally do the cor- your 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 wife's cornbread dressing, and then literally put the green bean casserole on top of it, and then gravy, and then gravy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, though, like recently, and maybe this is me just getting up there in age and trying to, you know, gotta gotta respect your body, you know, watch your figure. Um. We've been to some like Friendsgivings over the years where we've had some people make some really good like Brussels sprout salad or something like that. Oh, love Brussels I, sprout. I love that. Yeah. Any kind of Brussels sprout outside of a raw one. Like I, I do a I'll do like a roasted uh I do that every every year. We have a Friendsgiving with a big group and uh roasted Brussels sprouts with uh a little balsamic, okay. little little feta. Have you ever tried the chili uh chili sauce on top of it? The um, no, but I'm I'm all ears. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's all, it's almost like uh, General Zao sauce. Ah, okay. Sauce. Do something okay. like that. Okay. Um, oh man, oh, I'll tell you what's that. killer. Uh, Trader Joe's has this stuff called soyaki. Ooh. Ooh, baby, you can put that on just about anything, and I'd eat it. it so it's is phenomenal. It, how is it comparable to Hoover? Is it like kind of like? It's yeah. So it's it's not like the consistency of soy. Like it's, it's kind of, it's a little bit thicker. So like you could kind of glaze it like eel sauce thick. Um, yeah, about, about that. Yeah. It's good. Um, we'll do that on like chicken, like roasted chicken. It's good. Um, but man, I'm not picky with sides like mashed potatoes. If you do a mashed potato casserole, mac and cheese, um, you don't see it very often, but like, Dude, I'll eat turnip greens for breakfast. Like, I don't care. Like, oh. if, you, if you make some good, some good collards, like, I'm, I'm, I'm There's in for that. There's a corn casserole that my sister makes that I really like. It's a corn. It's almost like a cornbread corn yeah. casserole style with some like cheese on it. That's always clutch. What's your if if we're moving to dessert? What, what you what kind of pie you? Or, or, or I'm assuming you're a pie guy for dessert, unless y'all do oh, something I, different. I love pie. Love pie. I I haven't tried it yet. I need but... some ice cream though. I gotta have some ice cream. If 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 the, if there's not a scoop of vanilla ice cream running around, I was gonna say 
Gotta have some some vanilla bean. Drop it on there. My grandmother used to make like a hummingbird cake, and it was like mm. almost like a uh, I don't know. It was really good. It had the cream cheese icing. Um, oh yeah, like pecan, it had, uh, pecans, and I forgot what it was, but yeah, it was really really good. Uh, but yeah, I have to have a scoop of ice cream somewhere, some somehow, some way. I'm I'm like I'm a big pecan pie guy. Love pecan. Um, a- apples back there, I'm, but pumpkin is kind of back there for me. Um, there's a um, graham cracker dessert that uh, is made. It's like graham cracker uh, pudding, whipped cream, and then uh, it's got like uh, crunched up Hershey bar on top of it. Called, I don't know what it's called. Well, I think my sister called it sex pie. I mean, really, honestly. <laughs> but, but it's like a graham cracker or something on the bottom, and then you put cream cheese, and then you put chocolate, and then you put whipped cream, and then you kind of layer it out. You like make two layers of it. It's pretty okay. strong. I'm a big so my my grandmother and great grandmother, when they were still with us, they made probably the best chocolate pie I've ever had in my life. I mean, just with that Is soft, it, was it solid or was it, or was it runny? Runny with like a marshmallowy pillowy top, like just perfectly browned. Pooh. Yeah. That stuff was just unreal. Um, yeah. Pecan, any See, kind of lemon gooey... icebox pie, lemon icebox pie is literally top two for me. And then that, yeah. um, um, Boston cream pie is is something that has slept on, I think. Okay. And uh, I love and I love a donut. I love a Boston cream pie donut. Yeah, and obviously uh, the coconut cream should be top five for sure. But some people, done... are, some people are you know on the fence about coconut. I am. I'm not a huge coconut guy. Um, I'll try it, but it's not my favorite. Um, one thing I do, I don't know if I'm going to be adventurous enough this year, but I do want to try this. Uh, I found this recipe for some cranberry brie bites. So it's like, a, like, it's almost like a lemon chest square, but cranberry maybe. Yeah. So it's like in like a, like a crescent roll. Oh. And then like brie, cranberry sauce, crunchy pecan, um, maybe like a little, little time on top but um looks pretty should, good uh, should uh banana pudding and uh and uh get in there or what about uh oh god i cannot believe oh, it's man new orleans uh commander palace has like a white chocolate one um i mean to- i'm a, i'm i'm not going to discriminate against any dessert like if you got it i'll i'll try it I'm not going to be. I like that dessert with the uh, with the glass bowl that's layered out with like uh uh with fruits and vegetables and whipped cream and and like pound cake. Oh, is that like the what are they uh, like a? Yeah, that's skipping it's, me too. It's from Friends where uh, like Rachel like, Rachel like, makes like, it, but she yeah. puts meat in it. Like she mixes two, and then like Joey, you know, is just like, you know, he eats it. He didn't care. Um, God, what are they? It's like a. I like bread pudding. Like I think if trifle, trifle, uh, trifle, trifle. Yeah. See, I'm a bread pudding um, guy. I love bread. I mean, I can eat bread pudding more than afternoon, night, anytime, especially if there's a bourbon sauce on there. Yeah. What's the um? 
what does Joey say uh, when he when he's break because he's breaking down all the layers, and God, he he he's like he's like whipped cream good meat good fruit good he he's you know custard good jam yeah so he he's because everybody's like you know Rachel clearly mixed up the recipe and and made the wrong thing. But then, yeah, Joey's just like, well, I'll eat it. Um, I think my sister got the uh, the uh, the recipe for white chocolate banana pudding at Commander's Palace, and and it called for twenty four eggs. Twenty four. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. I mean, like right. as soon as you took a bite of it, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just the richest thing ever. But but yeah, it was like twenty four eggs or something. Uh, it was like white chocolate, uh, like. Something like a, a, a two pounds of white chocolate, yeah, mm-hmm. it was wow. But it was it was pretty good. You gained like ten pounds after you ate, bite. I believe it. Um, all right. Any uh, any final thoughts on dips? We got to do those dips. Okay. What you what you got? I got uh, to give my buddy a shout out about his buffalo cheese dip. He loves the buffalo. Was... anything buffalo, buffalo chicken, buffalo cheese. It's it's, I I feel like it's something that it's hard to mess up. Yeah, I mean, I uh, man, I love that buffalo chicken dip, and I'm trying to think whether there's a that was it Mississippi Sin, where it has uh, it's in a bowl, it's like cream cheese and and corn and tomatoes and rotel or something like that, and uh, ooh, um, uh, and chopped up ham and bacon or, or something like that. Oh, and you and you put it in like a French bread bowl. Yeah, you put it in that bread bowl and then you use the bread to scoop it out. Yeah, ooh. I say screw the, screw the bread. Get those uh, club crackers and get to work on that. Yeah, um, I oh, like to dude. stand over it. You know, just stand over it and like <laughs> just just graze. You know, you can just fix a plate, Greg. You know, and just put it on your plate. Like, no. I, I, I mean, I do. I, I do a lot of my eating standing up now with kids. Like, I pretty much like do that a lot. Um, so yeah, Thanksgiving for sure. You just kind of hover. Um, I, I can't had a believe guy we... that come in. He wanted to do uh, Swedish meatballs, so that's a appetizer for uh, you know, for the side for dips. We have gone almost thirty minutes, and we haven't even mentioned deviled eggs. Oh yeah. Well, we would Dude. just eat the whole plate if it was in front of it. That's Crush a given. If somebody literally, oh man, I, I'm trying to think uh, how many I could eat. How many think you could eat? Like, if you didn't have to worry about anything else. Um. Well, no, like not contest mode, because obviously, if you're in contest mode, you're going to get at least fifty. I mean, I'm probably doing at least six. Yeah, I'm at least going to do a dozen if I can over the day. <laughs> over the day. yeah. If my mother in law makes it enough, three here, three there, three here, and then three, you know. know, Oh, yeah. Yeah. A a whole tray, like my wife and I can put down a whole tray easy. Oh, I love how people's like, it's so funny. Like, there's some people that love deviled eggs, and there's some people that can't stand them. And then, like, the people that love deviled eggs, when you remove the tray, and everybody look, I'm like, oh, let's go. When I was younger, I could not stand them. Yeah. That just that smell. Yeah. But once you get over that and you realize what exactly is in a deviled egg, it's and dude, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna air out any secrets here, but I think 
the, my mother-in-law, she does a little bit of yellow mustard in there. I think that's why I like See, it. See, I so like much. warm devil eggs. Like a little warm. Yeah, I'm I, I'm good with either. But yeah, I I like the filling be a little bit a little warmer. Mm. I'm good with that. Now, if you if you want to put there's little... some Cajun, uh, aren't they down in Louisiana? Don't they like crab uh, meat I was gonna say, or something? They do, do like a little kind of wild, like bacon on there. That's I mean that's a wrap. I'm gonna pound yeah. at least ten if you got bacon on there. Um, that's kind of that's kind of my new favorite thing at uh, restaurants. Like if we go to like a nice restaurant, and they've got deviled eggs on the menu, like you got to try them because you know they're doing something uh, fancy. That's like chicken right. liver. I'm a chicken liver guy. If it's on the menu, I'm going to get it. I, yeah, I'll do that. Um, Especially right. if white gravy's involved also. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Let's hit our break. When we come back, Greg and I will get into the Egg Bowl. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Thursday night, Thanksgiving, ESPN, primetime. Only game on, Greg. All eyes on the Egg Bowl. So hang tight. <laughs> Word from the sponsors. We'll be right back with our game preview. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601-953-8449 and get your free quote today. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. 
NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. And we are back here, red and blue smoke. Zach Barry, Greg Jones here with you. All right, Thanksgiving talks out of the way. I'm hungry. I'm going to have to go eat as soon as we get done here. But let's get into this one. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, 6.30 ESPN. We are recording this Wednesday, so it'll be tomorrow evening. Line opened at 13.5, 14.5. I believe it's now down to 10, around 10, 10.5. Um, I'll let you go first. I, I want to hear what you think, and then I, I'm, I'm probably going to be pretty simple with, with my breakdown. But how do you how do you see this one going? Thursday night. Well, they can't come out then like they did in the first half against uh, UL Monroe. That's a given for sure. No, um, <laughs> it just and I get it. You know, it's hard to uh, to play Georgia and you know lose a big game like that and then come around, and turn around and play somebody like UL Monroe. But you know, it's it's your job. It's your job and it's your business to do it. So uh, you know, you got always got to take care of your job and handle your business before you know uh, anything. But uh, they actually, you know, they definitely handle business in the second half, but I just feel like, you know, uh, the, the everything that goes on in this game, because there's a lot that goes on in this game. I mean, there uh, there's a lot of different things that can go either way. I mean, I know Mississippi State is playing for a bowl bid, correct? Yes. Because So you can win four games. At, oh, never mind. It's like five games and you can get in a bowl? Yeah, with the APR, but yeah, they're going for the sixth win. Yeah, that's terrible. Anyway, hopefully Ole Miss just goes in the first half and take care of business. You know, 28-14, 28-7 would be great in the first half and then just put it on cruise control. Um, you know, obviously you can't, you know, hype this game up as more as it is already hyped up because it is a big deal. Uh, and you can, you know, solidify yourself in the state of Mississippi. And if you want to come to, you know, a big SEC program and, and you know, something that's to build, uh, you know, stable because, you know, you don't want to know what you're getting with Mississippi State right now. You know, you can – you know what you're getting at Ole Miss. You're getting Lane Kiffin. You're getting, you know, a high-tempo offense. And, you know, obviously a pretty solid defense being built, you know, by um, um, by the defense. So, uh, with that being said, who knows? Uh, but I, I think you just got to take care of business in the first half, uh, you know, take the crowd out of the game because they show up regardless. Um, you know, I know that it's hard uh, – <laughs> I just got asked uh, this morning if I go into Starkville the game. I'm like, mm, I think I'll miss this one. You know, like I missed the last 43 uh, of them. So uh, just, you know, it just hadn't, hadn't tickled my fancy to go to Starkville and listen to a bunch of bells uh, being rung for two and a half out straight hours. So um, I'm just going to sit at, uh, sit at home and relax and watch them. And uh, hopefully uh, when we roll and uh, we're, uh, the game's in hand in the fourth quarter because we definitely need to take the crowd out of the game, uh, be up 28-7 at halftime and be and put the uh, cruise control and uh, hopefully uh, 
Tennessee gives us some uh, help and we get in the uh, beats Missouri and we can slide in one of those access bowls. Yeah. Uh, a pretty, pretty big opportunity for Ole Miss Thursday. Can win 10 games for the second time in three years, 10 regular season wins for the second time in three years. That's big. And then yeah, get that done. And you got a real chance to win 11 for the first time ever in program history. Um, just kind of, I'm not even going to get too deep in the minutiae or the analysis here. I just think Mississippi State is a bad football team. They've had a ton of injuries at key spots. They don't have a head coach. The lack of identity, we talked a lot about identity all throughout the season. They don't really have an identity. They tried to switch from the air raid to a pro-style offense. It didn't work. And then on top of that, Will Rogers gets hurt. They're playing a guy from Vanderbilt at quarterback. They played a true freshman at quarterback. And Jaquavius Marks has been banged up. I think him and Rogers are both going to give it a go Thursday, but I don't think they're 100%. And they really underwhelmed at receiver this year. They haven't had a ton of playmakers on that side outside of, you know, it's basically Tulu Griffin and that's it. Um, I think their defense is solid. They'll keep them in the game early, but I just think Ole Miss is too good in, in too many spots that matter. Better quarterback, better running back. I think as a whole, the defense is a little bit better. And the receivers, you can't say enough about Trey Harris, Jordan Watkins, Dayton Wade, only college football program with three receivers over 700 yards receiving. And Jackson Dart's going to be a little banged up, but he's going to play. And I think he's done a nice job this season taking care of the football, being a little bit more methodical with how he operates in the offense. And I think Ole Miss wins this one kind of running away. Um I think they cover. I think it's a comfortable win. I, I I just think it's just a just not enough dudes for Mississippi State. I, I like Ole Miss to win like a 34-14 type game. But you look you look at Mississippi State, Greg, and they just haven't scored against anyone in the SEC this year. I mean, they had one big offensive output against South Carolina early in the year in a shootout. Outside of that, I mean, even when Will Rogers was healthy, it just didn't score a ton. So I don't yeah, I see mean, they won a football they won a football game uh scoring seven points. So I mean that's, that's... <laughs> yeah. Um gives you something tells you something about the yeah, I mean, a short week interim coach, I just don't see how that offense all of a sudden just figures it out and scores yeah. against our, I mean it almost defense, defense is pretty solid up front. Yeah, yeah. Still top ten in the country in sacks. Um, they've created a ton of pressure, a ton of havoc against opponents this year. So that's going to be the key, I think, is the trenches on both sides. Almost got to get after Will Rogers, make him uncomfortable. He's already limited enough with the injury, and he's not super mobile. So just get after him. And then up front, if Ole Miss's offensive line can protect Dart and open up some running lanes for Bentley and Judkins, I think Ole Miss wins, and it's a comfortable, comfortable 10th win. And then, like you said, wait around and see where uh, the selection committee puts you, uh, whether it be in Florida or maybe you can uh, sneak into uh, maybe a Peach Bowl or a Cotton Bowl. We'll see. But, yeah, I like Ole Miss's uh, chances Thursday, and I think it's a it's a big night for Ole Miss and uh, the Ole Miss fans. How do you feel about Dart? you feel like he's pretty, pretty much coming back? You know, he kind of walked it back after the game. Kiffin said he was, you know, might have jumped the gun a little bit and said that he maybe should have held that comment back i don't know I mean, i'm just looking at all the quarterbacks that are going in 
And yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I know with this NIL stuff and everything, it's probably going to be a big determining factor of, you know, how much he can get paid. And, yeah. you know, it is what it is. You know, Ole Miss is going to have to divvy up some money, you know, uh, to, to keep him around. But as far as, you know, leaving to go to the NFL, I just don't see it for him right now. Just uh, he's probably going to need to learn a little bit more. You know, like obviously, like the hit in Alabama, like that's an NFL hit. Like you need to take that. You need you need to be sliding. You know, like I get that you kind of want to, you know, try to truck somebody, but like that hit was an NFL hit, and you know, I, I just don't think he's he's ready for something like that. And I don't know. I I, I would be shocked. I, yeah, I mean, I think you could argue his stock is going to be as high as ever. If Ole Miss wins 10 games, he goes to a bowl, wins 11. But you'd also argue another year in the system with Lane Kiffin, the offense is going to be pretty much loaded. Trey Harris is probably going pro, but you probably have a good shot of returning Watkins and Wade. You know they're going to go yeah, in the portal. You can get in the transfer portal, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, you know they're going to go in the portal and get get some playmakers. I expect Caden Priestcorn to be back. I think he's going to need some more film for NFL scouts. He's been banged up all year. Um, and then obviously he had <clears throat> stuff off the field that was just tragic and unfortunate. I think he's going to want to come back. Um, and then, yeah, the offensive line. Um, I think you're going to see some some guys return. So, yeah, with Judkins, you got a legitimate 1,000-yard rusher coming back to help you. So, yeah, it it, it wouldn't shock me if Dart – made the decision to come back and and run it back another year in Oxford. Well, I mean, you know, you definitely get, you know, Georgia at home this next year, and that's a little bit better opportunity to, to win. Uh, Oklahoma is the only other one that kind of is scary on the schedule, but anything else is they're all mostly winnable yeah. games. And, you know, it just uh, – I don't know. It just it, – it goes down in the, in the lore. That's a good point. Uh, uh, it goes down in your lore as a – you know, man, he should have stuck around for another year. Uh, so I don't know. It's a it's a big decision, but I don't know. I yeah. just don't see it. Uh, I mean, you've got Daniels. You've got uh, there's a lot of a lot of decent quarterbacks that are going to be you know in the NFL uh, loop. And another thing, I mean, not to knock Matt Corral, but look where Matt Corral is right now. You know, so yeah, uh, it just I, it's no, I, nothing bad where he is though. He's just. You know, maybe he's, you know, he needed a uh, an extra year or something like that. So, I don't know. Who knows? The schedule is a great point because I said it on a show a couple weeks ago. I'd probably set the floor at 9-3 and three if Dart comes back. You got Oklahoma and you got Georgia at home. Outside of that, Alabama's not on the schedule. Auburn's not on the schedule. LSU's probably your toughest game out of those two. I mean, that sets up to where, you know, what are you going to be, you know, with an injury or, you know, maybe a, a game that, you know, a couple couple bounces go against you. At worst, eight and four, nine and three is potentially the floor. I mean, you could come back and, and make some noise, give the NFL scouts some more tape on you, show some, some improvement in some spots. You might get some feedback from some scouts. They might want to see you get better at this, get better at that. I think that's a great chance to come back and improve your worth. So, um, yeah, I would think slide would be his first thing he needs to learn. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what the NFL GMs want to see is like, Hey man, just get down. Yeah. We yeah. know you're tough. We know you're tough. You don't have to prove it. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, like that linebacker yeah. that's about to hit you is like six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. I mean, and is running full blast at you. So I mean, it's probably going to hurt. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, he sticks around. Like I said, there's a lot of uh, good future ahead. Uh, and that's another thing that's kind of getting Mississippi State, uh, you know, down right now because, I mean, no, we're looking at a you know eleven win season. Another. Uh, you know, next year, if Dark comes back, you know, we'll have another real good season. They're, you know, still don't even have a coach. And I don't know. I'm afraid to know who they're going to hire, but I've got an idea who they need to hire. So um, I don't know if I want to share that or not. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I said 34 14. What's your final score prediction for Thursday? I would say 45, uh, 45, 17. I mean, I, I, I'd say just leave the gas on the, on the down and just, you know, finish the year out real strong. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen uh, with Tennessee. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not dead yet. You know, they could probably help you out and beat Missouri and, you know, weasel, weasel your way into one of a cotton bowl or a peach bowl. That'd be huge for the program. And, um, you know, I think the playoff extends out to 12, next year or not yeah it does that yeah so, i mean you know it's got because you're right in the playoff right now right this year so yeah they're just, they're at 12 right now so you're in i would think so yeah who would they play the uh five seed? probably the five seed because nice. i think they did the one two three and four get buys I'm just th- I'm just looking I'm just remembering the college. I'm trying basketball. to find that some people have done some mock ones. Yeah, if you're the twelve, you play the five seed. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of figured it'd be just like the and then you uh, March Madness. Yeah, you'd play the five, and then you'd play the you'd four that had a bye. Okay. Oh. And then after that, you play the one. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, honestly, they really if they're going to do this, they need to trim the schedule up one year. I mean, week one week. Mm-hmm. Like Ole Miss does not need to be playing UL Monroe. And, you know, I, I hate that Auburn had to pay New Mexico State $1.8 million to get their butt kicked. But, you know, they, they, they really need to get rid of that game also. I mean, just, yeah. you know, certain things need to happen with the schedule. And uh, I don't know. But I don't I don't think the NCAA could figure out a, uh, to make their way out of a paper sack, much less figure out a NCAA playoff uh, thing. So, yeah. You know, schedule. So anyway, I just hopefully they can figure it out. I mean, I'm. I, I, do we know anything about uh, our two basketball guys? Uh, nothing yet. Yeah, nothing yet. Um, a little more optimism for Brandon Murray than Musa Cisse, but nothing has been announced. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. If it, Ole Miss uh, plays Temple today, two thirty. Um, they're in Philly right now. They will play uh, the Owls as they look to remain undefeated. But if you made how me, how, how have you looked at the last, first four games? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think defensively they've been impressive. Oh, yeah, no, they get after it for sure. That's a that's a calling card for Beard and his teams. They're going to be physical on the defensive end. They're going to get after you. They got to find a consistent scoring presence to go along with whoever the leading scorer is, because right now it's mostly just been one guy going off and everybody else is chipping in, you know, six, eight points. I think they're going to have to find two consistent scores. And that's where Brandon Murray comes in. If they can get him eligible, he could probably fight with Matthew Morrell and, and yeah. Alan Flanagan I mean, as a leading I scorer. That. I mean, they just, I mean, 
my little take, but I mean, you know, obviously free throws, missing free throws are, are huge. You yeah. know, you're not, you're not, I mean, I'm not trying to be a stats guy, but I know that if you don't, you know, make half your free throws, you're going to lose in the game probably five times out of, you know, nine times out of 10. Uh, definitely got to yeah. improve on, on shooting, you know. Um, but you can tell there's some, there's some athletes on the floor. Um, yeah, no doubt. Kind of, they're, they're still kind of gelling and they're trying you now trying to get everything worked out. I want the five foot five guy to play <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and I love how his number's 55 too. Like he's my favorite player. Yeah. Get, get some blowout wins so he can get out there on the floor and hit a three or two. That'd be awesome. But no, uh, it's, it's exciting. We, I went to a couple games. Uh, I went to the, uh, the Alabama state game. And I was like, you know, you can tell there's some talent on the floor. They just, they need some time. So. Yeah, they'll they're gonna be all right. Sure. All right, that's gonna do it for Red and Blue Smoke, the holiday edition, Egg Bowl Thursday night, ESPN. Stay locked in. Um, check out omspirit.com. We have plenty of uh lead up coverage to that game, and uh, afterwards we'll have reactions, we'll have recruiting coverage, national signing days less than a month away, and then we'll get into uh the postseason, we'll get into uh bowl games and uh, find out where the Rebels are going. So, appreciate Greg over there as he joins us each and every week. Go check out LB's. Get you some protein for Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving. Just go. You don't, you don't need a, an occasion to go get some good protein. So, go see him. 2008 University Avenue, across the street from the K. Roger there in Oxford. And uh, we'll be back with you next week as Championship Week will be here. And there'll probably be a little bit more clarification on what Ole Miss is looking at in terms of a bowl. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate all the other sponsors that bring this one to you. And of course, thanks to our buddy Greg for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. And uh, we'll talk next week.